I just want to thank you again for making this a priority. Your presence matters so much. And this is how we continue to build the kingdom. This is how we continue to build godly relationships. We gather together with the purpose, which is so exciting because we're here every Saturday morning. We hope that you guys had a wonderful 4th of July. Um, we didn't gather then, but we were there in heart. So now we're back on. It is sisterhood and it is time to meet. So I want to share something super exciting. Um, this morning, my as everyone's still gathering on, no, we're waiting for Pastor Guy, but um, I was playing with Nolan upstairs with Everly, and he's three and a half, and I was reading the Bible, and Everly has this heart sparkly Bible that are anti-Godder, and so I'm reading some of the things people have highlighted, highlighted and written in it for her, and um, Nolan and I were talking, and I said, Nolan, do you want to ask God anything? Do you want to hear his voice this morning? Like, what can I read you? And he looked at me, he's like, let's talk about behavior. I was like, okay, it must be something because we're constantly talking about behavior and, you know, having a good attitude and good behavior. And then I looked at him and I said, Nolan, do you want to receive Jesus in your heart? And he said, yes. And it was just so confident. And I'm like, don't cry, don't cry. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, okay, Nolan. Like, and he goes, yes. And I said, you want him to be your best friend? Do you know what a best friend is? Like, I just want to make sure it wasn't me pushing. He goes, yes, mommy okay and he closed his eyes and i was like so we 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 prayed together he repeated after me we talked about it and so he was so excited and then his immediate response after was mommy let's dance and i was like wow god just the joy of salvation like we were there just playing sitting on the floor he got up we started to dance we're pretending like we're batman we're singing jesus loves me we're putting our hands in the air and so this morning i want to just going off that, I just want to read, um, I'm just going to read it together, little snippets, but um, Psalm 35, 9, Isaiah 12, 22, um, Psalm 118, 14, and Isaiah 12, 3. And just the verses that I pulled, just as a reminder of our salvation, it says, my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. That's Psalm 35. God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. And then Isaiah 12, 12, verse 3, Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And this morning, that's what I learned from Nolan. That's what I was reminded of God's word and the salvation that we have. So I just want to encourage everyone, no, no, no person is too small or too old to hear about the gospel, to talk about Jesus. The word of God is relevant, it's alive today. And so this morning, I just want us to pray. Um, we were just, before everyone jumped on, we were talking about, um, for Allison, doors of opportunity and open doors. And she's writing a screenplay, which is incredible. And especially in this time, you know, she's a woman of God who knows the word and, and truth is inside her. And, and I know that there's people here um, about, you know, with relationships and work opportunities and looking for a job and in this season of making decision with children and school. And so there's, there's so much going on in our worlds. And um, the great thing is that God knows and he knows the deep things in your heart. And this is why I love to gather because there's strength in numbers. And we're here today gathering under the name of Jesus. So this morning, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray and ask that you join with me in prayer. And um, let's just believe for each other. Let's stand in the gap. Let's be sisters. I know we're all on mute, but I know if you could, you'd be like, amen, and the hands raised. 
So let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you so much that your word doesn't return void, that it's truth and that we can stand on it, Father God. When the world is shaken around us, your kingdom stands, Father. And I thank you for every woman in this Zoom call, Father God. And I thank you that your presence is here and that you're, you're omnipresent and that you're with us. And Father, I thank you so much for this morning. I thank you so much that we can lean into your word, Father God, that there will be a paradigm shift inside of our hearts, Lord, in our Father. And I thank you so much, Lord Jesus, that, that as we listen to your word, Father God, and, and that we, we hear it, Father God, that it will be a rhema thank word this morning. It will be yes, a change Father. inside of us. And I thank you so much, Lord, for your presence and your power for each and every life here. Father God, for every single heart. And we thank you, Father, for salvation that is in your son, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen? Amen. I hear Pastor Die. Hi, Pastor oh. Die. Good morning. Yeah, well, let me just... Um... I washed my hair. I didn't have time to blow dry it. So that was like a waste of time. And my daughter had my computer. So I'm, I think I'm signed in as London. Perfect. We see you later. <laughs> I didn't have a link <laughs> to get on. And then Wi-Fi wasn't working. So good morning, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> so good to see you all. I wish I could see you all. Um, but I'm just really grateful for those of you who are here. And um, I'm going to share a word today that um, actually I woke up this morning and I had an idea of what I wanted to talk to you about. And it was, it was actually between a couple of things. And then I got out of bed and all of a sudden this word dropped into my spirit. Awesome. So this is for somebody, one of you beautiful girls, um, at least for you or somebody in your world. And I want to talk about confidence today. Um, I don't know how, how far we'll get through the notes. I've got uh, more pages than I normally have. So I'm very happy to take time with this and definitely um, allow time in our pod discussions. So this might be a two-part series. I'm not sure, but let's get started. So... I uh, hope you all had a really happy um, July 4th. I love this holiday. My goodness. I love America. And um, obviously, you know, Australians don't have that holiday. So for us, this is, a, you know, a real treat. And we were able to fly down to Destin, Florida. So today I'm speaking to you as your pastor, if I am your pastor, and um, I'm also a military mum. So I'm going to speak to you as your pastor and I'm going to speak to you as a military mum because I just had the most incredible experience that gave me um, insight into this word confidence. And I want to share some of those thoughts with you. Um, so we, we were down seeing Bentley and um, I think, you know, Jonathan and London and I, we, we said, you know, what were the, what were the main highlights? And for me, the main, the first main highlight was when he called to say, okay, mom, finished my flight for the day, going to go home and shower and change. And then I'll come to the hotel. And I said, please come straight to the hotel. I really just want to see you. And when I saw him, I just hugged him because 
he's my baby. He's 26 years old, but you know, he's my son. Um, and then I, I just felt like I couldn't let him go because I hadn't seen him. For, it's the longest I've not seen him or Bo in their whole life. Mm. And as he's walking by, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. I'm like, he actually is serving our country. And I don't know if you've got a particular idea on, you know, war and peace, but, you know, without, um, peace only comes when we like fight wars for peace. So I've got relatives in Australia who were all peace protesters and anti-military and everything. And that's fine, except without um, that protection, we don't have peace. So anyway, I'm just saying that because today I'm going to be sharing some things that I learned from being with him awesome. for those days. The definition of confidence. It has come from the Latin word confidence. I need Jonathan here to speak Latin because he knows confidentia or from confidere, which means to have full trust. So we're going to talk today about trust. And I'll tell you straight up, the, our discussion question today, so you can have that in your mind for when we've got pod time, is why do we have trust issues? Um, obviously, in the climate that we're, we're in right now, um, you know, it's like a whole 2020 thing, like, who can you trust? Um, who is telling the truth? What's going on? But as Christians, we've got to understand that God has given us a pathway um, of trust that gives us an amazing godly confidence no matter what's going on. It becomes the rudder that steers the ship. We're in a very interesting season, um, let's just say 2020, where confidence is at an all-time low mm. Um who knows what's going on? Who knows who we can trust? Um, all the rest of it. So this is where we need to um, make sure that we're reading our Bible, that we're staying in the presence of God, that we know that we are called to build his church and with whatever's going on. I mean, this is a whole tug on the person mm. right now. This season is a tug on the person. And if you're um, a single woman, it's a tug on you. It's a tug on what your future is going to look like. Um, it's a tug on that kind of confidence. If you're um, married with no kids, it's a tug on you for the same reasons. If you're single mum, if you're married with 15 kids, it's a tug on you. This is a tug season. Mm -hmm. So we need to have a confidence in who we are. Amen. And unless we know who God is, we're never going to know who we are. Right. And there's always a harshness that comes on us when we stop knowing who God is. Because mm. knowing our creator and knowing his love for us gives us a softness and a confidence without walls. I'm going to read to you Hebrews 10. 35 to 39, and this is from the message translation, and it's about confidence. Uh, this is what the Bible says. Remember those early days after you first saw the light. Those were the hard times. 
you were kicked around in public, targets of every kind of abuse. Some days it was you, other days it was your friends. If some friends went to prison, you stuck by them. If some enemies broke in and seized your goods, you let them go with a smile. Knowing that they could not touch your real treasure. Nothing they did bothered you. Nothing set you back. So don't throw it all away now. You were sure of yourselves then. It's still a sure thing. But you need to stick it out, staying with God's plan so that you'll be there for the promised completion. It won't be long now. He's on the way. Father God is on the way. He'll show up most any minute. But anyone who is right with me thrives on loyal trust. If he cuts and runs, I won't be happy. But we're not quitters who lose out. Oh, no, we stay with it and we survive trusting all the way. Mm -hmm. Having known Jesus since my earliest memories, I don't have a memory um, without Sunday school and knowing Jesus. This scripture, when I read it and I think about it, I think about my dad and my mum who um, actually didn't receive Jesus as their Lord and Saviour until they were in their 40s. Um, and I love when, you know, this scripture says, remember those days when you saw the light. Oh, my gosh, my parents got were persecuted because of family, because of life. It's like every single thing came against them and upon them relationally, health-wise, when they, <laughs> when they received Jesus. But my mum and dad have got this amazing godly confidence. They turned 85 this year. Um, this is our 14th birthday week. Happy birthday, Newport Church. They were 70 when we left and they're 85 this year. And I love, because I think about this scripture in the context of us remembering life before Jesus and then remembering that gung-ho, oh my goodness, I have this confidence. Amen. It doesn't matter what happens to me. It doesn't matter what people say about me. It doesn't matter what life brings to me. It doesn't matter what the economy is doing. It doesn't matter what the politicians are saying. It doesn't matter what the news is saying. It doesn't matter what's going on. I'm confident because I have Jesus. Amen. So I'm going to just share um, some stories with you. And then next week's next week on Saturday, we're going to move on to 10 characteristics of confidence. And um, we probably will go for a couple of weeks because I want to make sure that we slow down and, and grab hold of something we need for our life. Cause like you, every morning I wake up and I say, Father God, this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. I will rejoice and be glad in it, lamentations. I also know that you have a purpose for this very, very day and I need a word. Mm, so um, I, that's why I don't want to rush through this. But I'd love to share some things um, about the, you know, my July fourth but um, I hope are inspiring for you because being with Benny after not seeing him for six months um, I've, I've always said he's the most lovely human oh as a child oh my 
awkwardness. And for those of you who have heard the stories, this child was like the biggest challenge. So if you've got young kids and you've got this kid who's just like, oh, what am I going to do with them? Oh yeah, that was him. So school reports, oh, he always got the, um, the gold star, which was when the bell rang, he was at the front of the line, socks pulled up, boater. Now, do you know what a boater is? Look that up online. It's a Panama straw hat, blazer, tie, socks, polished black shoes. Oh, by the way, when they started um, school, it was pre-K, so pre-kindergarten, they had to arrive in their uniform. And then once they arrived at school, they had to have their sneakers on. White, like not a, not a mark on them. So black polished school, uh, sorry, back, black polished shoes. And so I, this is single mum, twin boys. I'd, I'd hop them on the bench. I was the fastest shoe, shoelacer on planet. If you need tips on how to tie shoes real fast, I'm like, why did they do that? Now I understand why. Because it was all part of the discipline of doing what you're asked to do. Wow. Amazing. So uh, where was I? Back to Bentley. <laughs> oh, no, he was always getting these striving awards. Bo in the sandpit. Bell goes, I'm not finished playing. Bell goes, I'm not finished drawing. <laughs> Bell goes, I don't care. Thank God. One minute apart. <laughs> And we get, so today's about Bentley. We'll make a whole focus on Bo and the creative side of the brain. So anyway, <laughs> here are some stories I want to share with you because Ben said before we came to Florida, uh, mum, I, I want to rent a, uh, uh, what's it called? A pontoon. If you know what a pontoon is, put your hand up. Okay. So it's a, it's a boat. It's like an oversized Duffy. And it's flat and it goes no miles an hour. <laughs> and so um, I was really happy about that because I'm not a boat person. I'm a land lubber, apparently. Like, so I was really happy to hop on this flat um, slow boat. And Ben had three of his friends coming as well. So um, Bo, and, Bo and Kylie, who live in Atlanta now, drove down. So it was... Jonathan, myself, Ben, Bo, Kylie, London, Bella had to work because someone has to work, right, on uh, 4th of July. And so we get on this boat and Ben has three Air Force friends. One of them is also an F-22 Raptor pilot. The other two are F-16. Nothing shabby there. They're all like, <laughs> but super, super, super nice guys. So we're on this boat and then, so story on is um me saying to ben i'm in the back seat and he do we have any backseat drivers here in the room that feel the need to say slow down 10 and 2 kim bowling you know me uh anyone like if you see something you, you've got to say it like you're gonna hit that person yep i'm my my husband has told me and then he recants whatever he says if you ever see anything please say I I see so much <laughs> that it's like 
cry, crying wolf. So I, I try my best. Anyway, so all of this to say, so Benny's driving the pontoon and I say, there's a pillar there. He said, yep, got it, mum. And uh, next thing, the boat went into a wave and we started to sink. The boat went like that. Oh, my gosh. Bentley, who's driving the boat, is it driving? Help me, somebody who does boats. Steering, Steering. driving, steering, yep. Help me, somebody tell me a word. Captaining, captaining the boat. Okay, he was commanding the boat. Are you ready? You all ready for this? This is this is Captain Betty because we had like six people down front. London and I were at the back. Benny's driving, captaining the boat. Driving the boat. He drives a plane too, but don't worry about it. And all of a sudden, the the water is like when I say the water is coming in. The water, like the boat went like this. We went from that to that. He chucked that thingy. What's it? Your throttle. Throttle. There you go. The throttle. <laughs> he chucked it into reverse. And then all of a sudden, the boat went from that to that. And all the, all the water turned out. It was a split second. And I, I'm sitting there having been in a um, bailout boat on our honeymoon 20, whatever, 23 and a half years ago with a captain who said, this is un an unsinkable boat. Mm -hmm. It's a whaler, Boston whaler. I, I just remember that terminology. That boat was sinking. Wow. And we had to get off on rocks on a cliff face. So all of a sudden this came back into my memory and I'm thinking that guy 23 years ago had this ridiculous confidence in nothing except himself. But I loved watching Ben's responsiveness because wow. he just chucked it, chucked it. He put it, Jan has been to Australia. He put it into reverse. And then all of a sudden the water was gone and we kept going. And he said, most people would go try to accelerate through a wave and then they would actually sink. Now, the pontoon is like, it would, it would rise again, but who needs that kind of wow. memory? Yeah. And so when it comes to events, if we've sunk by people, it's really hard for us to have confidence in them again. And it's like, we have trust issues because somebody did not know how to do a reversal at a very critical time. And I want you to know that as your leaders, if we're your pastors, that um, we have got a responsiveness and um, an awareness of like God saying, stop. Yeah. Wow. And now's the time not to go deeper into something that we are, uh, that's going to make us unsafe. So that's one story. Second is this. So water in the boat meant responsiveness. So confidence gives us this ability to have responsiveness. The next was weaving into place. So once we were in safe waters, 
I mean, I've been to Catalina. Anyone been to Catalina? <laughs> I've been, actually our first September here in 2006, uh, we had some South African neighbors whose parents had a boat. They took us out. We were um, three quarters of the way to Catalina and there was a, a small boat warning to turn around and come back. All the kids had thrown up. It was like super, super bad. So um, I've been on Catalina and it's like, ugh. so this was actually not as bad, but the sinking of a boat, obviously, if you've, if you've been in any kind of situation like that, where you feel like I'm going to drown or something bad's going to happen, it's awful. So the next was weaving into place. So Crab Island is where we went and it's very difficult to explain what Crab Island is because it's not actually an island. It's an oversized sandbank which has waist deep water. Now I'm 5'10", so waist deep for me. Some of you might feel like you're going to drown. <laughs> uh, but there's no sand or shore. It's basically somewhere and people congregate there. The water is aqua, aquamarine. Um, sand is white. It's like very, very beautiful. But trying to get a spot on 4th of July was interesting. And so here's, here's Bentley in this pontoon and we had to weave into place. Mm -hmm. And when I say weave into place, we had to like weave past a very expensive boat <laughs> and weave past a, another pontoon who had a small child in the water near us. So I was sort of freaking out. Was I freaking out about Bentley's ability to weave us into a spot? No, I was freaking out about the father of the child who didn't know Ben's ability. Mm, wow. And so for us, confidence is in knowing our leader's ability to weave into a spot where it might look, look dangerous or look like they don't know what they're doing. And then all of a sudden you're in, you're in place. So now is not the time to lose confidence in the leaders and the vision wow. 14 years on um, that we have. Amen. Um, and the third thing before we finish today is so water in the boat required responsiveness and being on board with a leader who knew how to reverse instead of accelerate huge thing have confidence in that weaving into place required responsibility um, not not hitting the expensive boat and not running over the child while everyone was like we're not going to fit through here not, we can't do this this is like this is ridiculous and actually having trust that the um, leaders have responsibility to get us into a place even though it looks like everything could go wrong third is when we walked in the water. Mm. So uh, this is a very new thing for me. There's, there's a, a thing where you tie floats together. Anyone ever done that? You've been floating where on a river or in some kind of, yeah. Okay. So thank you all of you after 14 years, none of you have taken me to do that. Thanks, Jenna. Like, <laughs> uh, so all Bentley like got these, you know, $5, float chairs i'm like oh this is amazing because mummy can be in the water and sit down this is awesome so all the floats were tied together and then he said let's go for a walk 
through the water. We, I don't know how many boats were there. I don't know how many people were there. Um, but as we moved through different areas, what was very interesting to me was the confidence to not feel like we couldn't go anywhere and to be with any people. And it was all tribes and nations. It was all opinions. While one boat um, had on the side of it, um, God bless America, blessed are those who are peacemakers, God bless America, big flags, both sides, beautiful boat, not a little boat, big boat, blaring. Uh, what's that country song about um, God bless America? Polly, you were playing it on that video you sent me. Yeah, um, I have to think about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know the song. Like, USA. God bless USA. Say, say, say. God bless USA. God bless that. When I say blaring, we're talking about distortion. So it was so loud and so awesome. And then right behind them were a bunch of rappers. And when I say rappers, their flag said, um, bring back um, the, bring back dude love or something. I'm like, <laughs> but what I, so why am I telling you that? I love the fact that we could go through that whole area with confidence because there was no issue with the reassurance of the person who was taking us there. So it was like all things to all people so that we could win some. We were not in a bubble. We were not in a silo. We were not, oh, we're going to be out here with all of these people and we're not going to connect. And so what I loved about that was it showed us beyond the place that we had parked. So he had led us into this place, anchored down, and then said, let's go for a walk. Walked through the water and saw other cultures, saw other people, um, heard different kind of music. And then there was this, um, it was just this confidence to lead us back to where we came from. And then the conversation was, wow, that was interesting. If we had not left our safe place, we would not have seen or heard or experienced um, other people's cultures. So all that to say, um, wanted to share um, our July 4th experience with you. And then next week, definitely going to move on to the characteristics of confidence and brand new message. I've spoken on confidence a few times, I'm sure, in the last 14 years, but um, want to help us now in this season have a confidence yep. in who we are in Christ, a confidence in um, our leaders, if you're part of our church, to not be concerned about our decision making because we have to make it as a wife. You know, the Bible says, submit to your husband, of course. And some people have taken that out of their um, wedding vows because it's somehow antiquated. I actually love the word submission because it means this to me when it comes to Pastor Jonathan and myself in our marriage and in our leadership. If um, So this is our dialogue and our the way that we live. If either of us... Um, feel very strongly about something uh, we listen to each other and if it's overwhelming nobody moves ahead with anything until there is peace in both parties and if 
there, uh, if um, a decision is required and it's a, um, a time sensitive decision, the easiest thing for me is, and what I know to be true, is I submit to my husband and to my pastor, knowing full well that doing that uh, is going to bring my life blessing. And it means that I don't have to worry about that decision anymore. Because, you know, decision making is worrisome. And so um, to be able to say, okay, I, I, you, if we can't just agree, then I know that um, I can submit to you. And if the decision is right, then thank God. And if the, the, the decision is um, maybe not the best decision that it could be, here's what submission ultimately means. It means you can't come back with a, I told you so. Mm. It's the ultimate surrender of choice and opinion, um, which releases you and the person you're submitting to from recourse. Mm. So um, leave you there. <laughs> so we're going to receive our, I hope this was helpful today. Put your hand up if I can see you, is that helpful? <laughs> We're going to move on to um, some points and scriptures next week, but um, we're going to receive our giving today. And thank you so much for your faithfulness because in this season, uh, personally, I am not going to stop sewing in a famine. I'm not going to stop sewing because um, somebody's not encouraging me to. Uh, as a woman in your household, whether you are on your own, whether you have a husband, you don't have a husband, you've got kids, you don't have kids, um, sowing and reaping is an eternal principle. And so as a sisterhood, I would love to see us continue to um, not just sow for the sake of us reaping, but to actually sow knowing that we're helping people's lives. And I really thank you for your faithfulness um, during a season where it would be just really easy to opt out or to, you know, just make it a personal conviction and decision that regardless of needing a little, you know, poke, <laughs> a little encouragement, that you are, you're going to be a giver. Amen. I saw, I will say this too, um, just in closing, we had um, a really amazing privilege to spend time with Ben's landlord. Interesting. He is a former fighter pilot who still works for the um, Department of, of Defense. And he flew with Chuck Yeager. If you don't know who that is, look that up. He broke the, what did he do, Kim Bowling? Chuck Yeager. Sound barrier, he broke the sound barrier. If you're a Disney fan, you go through soaring, Cal uh, soaring over California, he is there, Chuck is right there. And beloved Ben Yeager is a relative. Oh. Side, whatever. So they wanted to take us out on their boat. They wanted to spend time with us and how lovely. And I said to Ben, when you are in his position, when you have fulfilled your, your duty, and, you know, you might move on to other things. How wonderful it is to be able to be generous like he is generous. What a generous person. 
And he said, yes, that's all I want to do. The process starts now. It doesn't start when you've got more. And if you've got a heart of generosity, it's everything. What you've got in your hand um, is measured by what's in your heart. So let's give today knowing that God is faithful. And if you want to be somebody who can, you know, pick up somebody's grocery check, if you want to be somebody that can send an, an anonymous gift, if you want to be somebody who can um, just shout the table, do you say shout a table? Pick up the tab. Basically, if you want to be that kind of person, it, it, it starts with sewing. Amen. So, Father God, I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for every giver. I thank you for every family represented here. And Father God, I thank you from the faithfulness of the widow who gave her two mites. Lord God, let us be that person, the person who only has a little but gives their all. You are faithful, Father, and we thank you in this season, Lord God, for uh, an eternity perspective in Jesus' name. Bless every family represented here, those that couldn't join us today. I thank you, Father, for your healing, your blessing, and your protection in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Day, and we'll see everyone tomorrow at church, 10 a.m. online, and yes. we'll see you next Saturday.